Hi there, welcome to another episode of A Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pascoe. That would be me. All right, welcome, welcome. Gather around, everybody. This is the podcast where you're going to hear how it feels to sort of slip into the shoes of being a songwriter. Um, I've really, really enjoyed being a songwriter all these years, uh, and it has been all these years. Uh, there's about 800 songs that I've written, I believe, something like that. Um, and uh, I'm just like I say things like that each week. Actually, if you want to hear my songs, you can go to petepasco.bandcamp.com and you'll hear about 13 albums there, different stuff, yeah, different genres, but piano music, rock, folk, rock, and uh, it's pretty good fun. A few mates in there, Paul Dredge, hey? And the band, The Patient Hum. And uh, yeah, a bit of a mixture. I like variety in music. And for those of you that have been tuning in each week and having listened, thank you so much. If this is your first time here this week, well, I think you're in for a bit of an unusual one. Um, it's called Unzipped Heads, this song. And uh, yeah, a lot of my songs so far have been that are featured on this song, on this uh, podcast have been sort of piano, vocal, gentle kind of ones. Uh, this song is not that. Oh, don't, don't go away, come back. <laughs> I'm frightened you off. It's a different kind of a song. And I, I, I really enjoy doing different music. And uh, I might be looking for a tip as a songwriter. Straight up, there you go. Do different stuff. Um, I think it's really important. And in general, songwriter or no, just listening, I think we can really open our minds by unzipped um, by listening to all kinds of music. Um, I just wish there was a radio station that would just play great music. Not so much as genre. Like it could be like, you know, Debussy one moment or Led Zeppelin the next. It's Led Zeppelin. Uh, Elton something, you know, obscure B-side. A Paul Simon, a John. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, you get B.B. King whatever it may be, yeah, and um, I, I would love that, I, I don't know, I guess we have that ability with Spotify and things like that, you know, streaming services, yes, we can set up our own radio station, uh, maybe that's something good about streaming, yeah, there's a few things that could be better, but it's a model, and look, at least, you know what, at least music's getting out there, and uh, as an as an artist, as a songwriter, um, I'm really passionate about getting my music out there. And I tell you what, I've been doing a lot of teaching lately, getting young ones playing the piano, and I'm, I'm really passionate about sharing how it is, how, how I do what I do. I, I, I just I think it's good to pass it on. Uh, archive, I guess, what I've done so far, and um, I am in the process of doing that, all this uh, content online, going out on a weekly basis. Yes, you can have a a painting each week, brand new one, yep, uh, cartoons, music video, blog, this podcast, all going out. And if you want to hear about it, I'd love it if you signed up for the email list, info at petebasco.com. All right, okay, now moving on to unzipped heads. Where did that come from? I think, I think the title just really, really works. I think it's really cool. I, I was so tempted to call... Off of my, my current band, Unzipped Heads, but I know Talking Heads, but I think they're just brilliant, David Byrne and that. So, yeah, maybe it was a little too close to that. But anyway, I've got a song called Unzipped Heads. And um, I tell you where it came from. There was a photo 
on the fridge. Uh, uh, my my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, uh, lovely wife, uh, had, was really keen on pigs. And I tell you, when I when I first met her and first went round to her house where she lived, there <laughs> was all these pigs everywhere. It collected pigs. There were little pigs, big pigs, flying pigs, this big, that big. And anyway, um, well, Marie collected me, and then the pigs went out the window. So, <laughs> got a big pig, yeah, yeah, enough of that. Uh, anyway, so there was a photo of a pig on the fridge. That was where that was where the song came from. And I remember that day uh, living in. I'm, I'm 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 talking here from Melbourne. I, I live in Melbourne, Australia. Um, what's it like living in Melbourne, Australia? I hear you say, are the kangaroos outside? Not right outside here, but there are possums that run across the roof. Uh, we've got a blue-tongued lizard that uh, visits. He was living in our carport for a while. Very cool little customer, about 30 centimetres long. And, um, yeah, great. Yeah, totally harmless, which is probably one of the few native animals in Australia that are. <laughs> Everything's poisonous here, just about. Uh, I, I talk like that because I'm an ex-Kiwi, ex-New Zealander, um, Come over here about 20 odd years ago uh, to start again, start a new band, and which I did. It's been an interesting path. And if you're thinking about a, yeah, about dabbing in the old arts and that, I say go for it and enjoy it along the way. Terrifically important. All right, I think that's enough from me for now. We're just going to get on with it. Ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves. This is Unzipped Heads. Here we go. Rolling. Sleep in my fridge is my appetite dosing pot planted there too. Are your roots in the winter? Sometimes my words appear as snakes and letters when I prefer to take the
Well, um, yeah, apart from that pig at the end, I thought that was sounding pretty interesting. Um, can I just say big shout out to Mr. Paul Dredge in New Zealand and, and Earl. Earl's no longer with us. He's on the drums there. Good man, Earl. Hey, gosh, uh, we miss you, brother. We miss you, buddy. Uh, Paul was playing the bass and, and the guitar on there. Um, that, you know that, what? That, that was the first time we ever played that song, yeah? That was that was it, which is pretty cool, eh? Come on. It was piano, bass, and drums. And we just rocked in there, gave it Watto. Uh, Paul put the guitar down, I think one take. And a really cool, sort of really cool slide guitar going on in there. And then later on, I, I sang it and added some keyboards and bits and pieces. And I, it's going to be on, on an album. Um, you know, initially it was released as 100 CDs. It was, it was a little... You'd have to call it a demo. Yeah, you really would. Because we did 16 songs back-to-back one afternoon, as you do. Called the album The Patient Hum. Now, my band is called The Patient Hum. So I'll have to come up with a new album name for this. Because I'm going to release it as sort of an archive one. You'll, you'll see that on Bandcamp sometime, pitepasco.bandcamp. Anyway, we, we had a great afternoon. And uh, I'll talk about that some more Surely, right now, we're going to dive into the lyrics. We're going to have a look about where the heck this song came from. Well, we know it came from a picture of a pig on the fridge. Okay, um, mate, I, I opened my songbook. It's an old one. This is songbook, uh, turn to page 427 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. I looked at the index, and I just didn't hardly even have to look. Just point of the index finger and out of like a lot of songs between song number 333 and 484 it just went straight to unzipped heads at 427 and i mention that because i've put a lot of work into these songs every time i pick them up and play them by myself you know uh, like I, like i said recently on a, another podcast episode it's like a piece of i going to use the word dough this time. You, you, it's a recipe, and you, you're kneading this, and, you, and you're, you're changing things around. It's such good fun doing that. Okay, here we go. What did I say? The words. Unzipped heads. Pig asleep in brackets. July 98. Well, 1998. Really? I, I wrote um, one of my... I, I teach a bit of piano. Well, a lot. 26 lessons each week at the moment to youngsters. And I wrote in one kid's book, 2001. Feb, and he looked at me, Pete, Pete, what? Oh, 2000, 2021. Wow, that sounded like the distant future when you say that to me, 2021. Okay, this was 1998, back in time. And movies, I like it when they go, that old Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island sort of thing, what a great TV series that was, when they go, whoosh, 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 going back in time, you knew they were doing it because the picture went all wiggly like that. I get totally lost in movies. My wife just goes, they've gone back in time. And she never talks in movies. I get in trouble if I go, hey, what about that bitch? <laughs> right, fair enough. But I like it when they go, whoosh, 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 whoosh. I know they've gone back in time or forward in time. How the heck are you supposed to know otherwise? It's it tough. Anyway, here we go, back in time. So there it was in my flat and in Melbourne. And I looked up and I just like to, I just sometimes write lyrics, you know, on the, in the moment, I'm just, well, look at my uh, pig on the sleep. Uh, pig is, what's that pig? He's asleep. Pig asleep on the fridge. That's a weird thing to write. Pig asleep on the fridge. 
Okay, where's that going? Is my appetite dozing? <laughs> okay, so they went for a bit of a kind of a trying to be clever pun there. Uh, like pig, you know, asleep. Yeah, okay. A pot plant up there too. There was a pot plant up on top of the fridge, yeah. Are your roots in the winter? Oh, yeah, okay. It's starting to get interest. So interesting. So about right now as a writer, I think, okay, I've opened up something. Um, sometimes my words appear as snakes and ladders. That old game, well, that's a cool, fascinating game, Snakes and Ladders. If you look at the board and see the numbers where the, the snake or the ladder happens, and it's like they're really thou shalt, sort of old school, you know, uh, little pictures of like when you get it wrong. I remember one, gratitude, which is a goodie. Gratitude, what a great word that is. Oh, straight up the ladder, right? But um, what's the word? Uh, they, anyway, back down the snake. It's that sort of thing. Sometimes my words appear as snakes and ladders. And I'd prefer to take the lift, hey, because, and I go into a deeper place now, and I see I've got crossed out ancient games repackaged for amusement. Hmm. That was talking about snakes and ladders. Anyway, I'd prefer to take the lift, and I've gone woof, into this other other world. The urge to sprout new leaves is a constant. So I'm talking about those roots in the winter, although my branches already feel pretty heavy. To start each day with a walk by the ocean. Freedom as I pay for my mind, the levy. You know what? Well, I do start each day when I can with a walk by the ocean. It's, oh, it's just a really nice thing to do this. Freedom as I pay for my mind, the levy. I'll figure out that I'm, I'm paying for my mind. Hmm. And I get some freedom. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, nearly. Anyway, the secret is knowing when to play. Leave it alone. When, when to leave it alone and just say, we're getting a little too twilighty today. Your unzipped heads, they're driving me away. All right, where did that come from? Well, I, I, I used to know um, a couple of clairvoyant people in New Zealand, and uh, I, I found it incredibly interesting what they got up to and how they, they delved into stuff. And I, I remember my mum uh, listening to a tape. I did a, I did a good, good reading from one of these ladies, and um, mum said at the end, well... There's someone that's known you for five minutes and knows you better than I do in some respects. Wow. So it is interesting uh, whether you're into that or not. I haven't scared you off with that. Hey, it's just part of life. Uh, it's interesting. Anyway, at times when you talk about stuff like that, you can really drive people away. You get a little too twilighty. I like that. A little too twilighty. Pull it back in. Your unzipped heads, you're driving me away. All right. Sometimes winds appear. Drafts up my spine. And then my thoughts and feelings are sift. So I feel stuff. I sense stuff. Sometimes as a songwriter here, you're in the shoes of a songwriter. You're a sensitive guy. You know, like, I'll tell you what, to be honest, I had a real sporting background, real, real blokey kind of stuff. You know, I played um, a lot of sport and um, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, hang out with the boys and all that sort of stuff. And, and so when these sorts of things, these feelings and that, They've always been there, never tucked them away, but it wasn't probably until my I became a songwriter that I really started acting on them and perhaps honing those feelings, honing like a muscle, I guess. There's a sort of songwriting muscle thing, and perhaps it's not quite so much different as that lady I was talking about before, maybe. You, you, you delve into a realm that's like walking into another room, and, and it's really cool because... 
you go and it's like falling asleep almost and coming back with something and you it's like that dream state that you yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about when you can wake up and ah oh, that's right a dream what was that and you get a flash of a dream and if you really focus and hang on for a minute the rest of the dream starts coming in and that's what it's like writing a song can be uh, i don't want to appear as hiding wouldn't you guard such thoughts in the day well i'm not here i'm, I'm bleating on about it aren't i <laughs> it's not really a question of siding mm, which is whose side you're going to be on but i ask protection for my thoughts as i pray there you go secrets knowing when to play leave it alone and just say we're getting a little too twilighty today your unzipped heads are driving me away <laughs> so there you go that's that's where i got to with unzipped heads um from a, a pig on the fridge. So thank you, little pig on the fridge. It was a fat little pig. It was it was a, a gift card, I think, that my wife had sort of used a magnet and put up there. And it really amazes me. It entertains me no end. I really enjoy, you know, coming up with words. I just, I just love words. It's really good fun. All right. Good fun. I, I, look, I like this song. Um... I ran it past the band once. They didn't like it much. <laughs> oh, they're all my babies. Harsh, but oh, well, fair enough. Didn't like this bit. Pig sleep my freak. Here's my appetite dosing. Where'd that music come from? Honestly, I just sat down and went... And I, 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 I think last week, I, I actually took my song apart and said, you can do a song like this. Sound like a serial ad. Well, that does sound like a serial a serial ad. And I think I was thinking about that a little bit when I came up with that. I knew I wanted it to be up. Unzipped heads. It's not going to be what it could be. You could be going, my unzipped heads. Driving me away. You could do that too. I wanted an up song because as a piano player, you do tend to sort of do... Yeah, my unzipped heads, like that. But I wanted a bit of a thing going on. And I already knew I was going to do this walking bass in the chorus. That sort of thing. And a bit of a swing, yeah? So this song went from a, a shuffle to a swing. That's it, yeah? So it's good fun coming up with a feel. So as a songwriter, these are the things I went with. Uh, it was a pig on the fridge. I don't think this is going to be a serious song. Sense of play. Uh, bluesy shuffles are good. And I think I'll go for a swing. So I didn't mind. Uh, however, I got to, I can't help myself. I went to the midsection, this bit here. The urge to spread new leaves is a constant though branches are already heavy start each day with a walk by the ocean starting to go freedom is big for mind the levy here we go one two three four i reckon this would be great fun to play um i'm thinking now of sister madly by uh, crowded house and i think yes i would say i was influenced um by crowded house sister madly when i uh, wrote this song because I liked there was a happening kind of a thing. I think at times um, Crowded House were perhaps looking for some up songs. How, which way can we get happening? Guessing about that. And um, 
yeah, I think that came into it. Uh, and the chorus, those chords, that was just just one after the other. That I love that honk. What is the honk? Hey, digger. Paul Dredge and I, we learned a lot of music together. Who's Paul Dredge? Check out his music online. You can go YouTube Paul Dredge. And he's, he's brilliant. He's my old mate. And uh, we did uh, for a thousand gigs together probably in New Zealand. And we've written a lot of songs together. We have four albums and you can check them out on Bandcamp. But I think uh, one of them's on the, I think I've about six albums general on Apple Music and Spotify and all that kind of thing. So I'd love you to stream them. Check out some uh, Walking Through a Dreams, a nice album by Paul and I. Um, anyway, I brought up Paul because we, when we were discovering music together a lot, this actually has got a unusual chord, um, a, a D chord, a chord. It's your colours I've touched on this a lot. Stay with me. La, la, la. Sounds good, but at the top I've got la, la. So it actually has, oh my God, that's really bad in the movies. Something bad's going to happen. That is called dissonance. They're really close together there. Uh, just a half step away but if you spread them out a bit and add that it gives you a real honk no? and that's what I use for the start secret is knowing where to play and I sang that bit secret is I'm, so I'm singing a bit quietly here because it's like very late at night and I don't want the neighbours to come knocking on the door nowhere to play and then that last part, another feel change. Is a whole rap kind of thing I was thinking in there. Again, a sense of fun. And I liked, I liked, I really liked the way that did that. And, and Paul played that on the drum machine, which I think was very apt. There's a bridge. Basically, what four chords are going to sound as mad as possible if I was on stage live? I was thinking that. So I want it up. I want it up. I want it up. So there you go. Pete Pascoe goes a bit mad, follows that pig, comes out the other side with an unzipped head. And uh, look, you know, that's where it came from. Actually, in the studio now, I'm, I'm looking straight at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pigs I've drawn they're all drummers and they're all just slightly different I used these I did this pig on a red set of drums and and you can check them out if you want on the video this world offers you as a title track of the band's first album Face and Hum Pete Baskin Face and Hum and uh, I used start stop motion and uh, there was four pig characters I turned the band into pigs I must have a thing about pigs and um, it was funny to be talking about pigs and just look up. I, I see I've got them on display there, these different pigs. I wonder where the other ones are. There's guitar, piano, and um, another guitarist. So, you know, if you like if you like start, stop, motion, oh, I'm going down that path as much as possible, as soon as possible. That's my plan. Can't wait. All right. Uh, hang on. I'll just pause it there for a second. And we're back. I was just sitting, sitting back there thinking about what I'm going to talk about next with this song, uh, this episode. And what I'm going to talk about is how cool it is if you can find some other musicians that you get on with really well, know, like, and trust. And, and uh, you have this mutual respect. And what happens is, this, if, you, if you can find that, and the way to sort it all out is to get gigging i really think that it really knocks off some edges you find out what's how you get on what 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 
what the recipe is between you and these other people. And the sum of the parts, the sum of the parts becomes sort of greater than just the three of you. Um, I really feel like that with Paul and Earl. And we, we, we had this really cool time where um, I'd left town and came back and we just we were going to have this gig. We hadn't played for a long time. And we, we did um, Holding Back the Years, Simply Read, great song, right? It was our first song, and we'd had a rehearsal in the afternoon, and we just started out quietly. All of a sudden, mid-song, it just exploded into another level, and it was like we were all this um, playing that we hadn't done in months and months. It all came pouring out, and it was unspoken, and it was spontaneous, and it was absolutely joyous. And and that is the sort of connection that you get as a musician playing in a band and um, I can't well I've tried to tell you there just how good it feels um, and and like the, the, the songs 16 songs that we recorded that afternoon it was in Earl's garage minimal gear you don't need a lot of gear you really don't um, just get in there and just give it a lash um, if you're thinking if you've never been in a band just just you know just put yourself out there see so you find someone else and just, just start just make a start and you know, you won't die wondering that way. It, it is such good fun. But the path. Yeah, but oh, here we go, the other side, the flip side. The artistic path that I have personally been on for years and years, and it's been a calling because I tell you what, if I wanted uh, it's not the sort of thing you, you're going to go out and do for the money, you know? you got to really be passionate about what you're doing. I just want to share with you a couple of moments that I had where it wasn't quite so much fun. Um, I was just thinking back to memories for when about the time I wrote this unzipped head song. I was, I was living in Brunswick, Brunswick with my then uh, girlfriend, became my wife, and um, we had a very small flat, and we'd just arrived from New Zealand. I was trying to get a gig, and I ended up working at this really cool Vietnamese restaurant, and it was just, it was crazy. It was called The Gate in Church Street in Richmond, and it was, I used to go off on the Thursday and Friday lunch times when I went over there and played, and here's the thing. I used to carry my 30-kilogram piano in, in this vinyl case, about another 15 kilograms of gear on my back, I would walk down to the train station, not far actually, I was only about 100 metres, get on the train, and then I'd catch another train, and then I'd walk, and there's walking in between, I think I walked about 200 metres up Church Street, carrying all this gear, and all I took it for is, because I I needed the drum sounds, I wanted the old boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, so I did that, put some bass down, and did these backing tracks, and did my piano man thing, Played for a couple of hours, then I packed it all up, carried it 200 metres back down to that train, on the train, off onto another train or the tram. And I did this for a few months, uh, three days a week, believe it or not, for not much money. It was tough. And there was this, it came this afternoon, the afternoon came, finally I was walking home and I'd, I'd had a bit of a really sore tummy and uh, something wasn't quite right. I ate. Most of the food was great, but this particular time wasn't. And um, I got off the train. I'm carrying this gear thinking something has to give. It is 38 degrees and a head wind gets up like you wouldn't believe. That. Oh, mate, that is it. I had to give him a call and say, look, sorry, not coming back. That was a, quite a moment in my life because I'd left 
a lot in New Zealand, very attached to the outdoors, a lot of really good friends there, and it was a big thing to come over to Australia. Uh, back when I was about 30, starting again. And at that moment in time, I wasn't entirely convinced I'd done the right thing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> a couple of weeks later, it got even worse. I, I, I opted for a real job. I answered the ad in the paper, but telemarketing, never done it before. How hard can it be? Oh, the people that have some... Ha, look, here you go. Take it easy on telemarketers because it is not an easy job. Oh, I hated it. I just feel so bad. In fact, I was hopeless. And then all of a sudden, one day, I managed to fleece like $200 out of this young lady on a credit card. And, you know, I got the big thumbs up. Pete Pasco's arrived. Oh, I feel so bad I'd done that. It was for a good cause and that. But look, it just wasn't happening for me. And the next day, I turned up and I ended up going, Hi, hey, I was supposed to be selling a little old lady on the phone. Hi, how are you doing? Um... I'm doing this, and oh, my pussycat's doing this. Oh, have you got a cat? I'd net her away to the cat. Anyway, I, got, I look up, and there's the boss with his finger come here, sunshine. I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go, Peter. You know, you know why. We're, here. we're not here to talk to little old ladies like that. You know, we're here to make money. Fair enough, it's the business. I, I uh, The writing was on the wall. Boy, I've never been fired before. I got fired from a job I hated been there three days jumped on the tram i must have looked like a seen a ghost because this little old lady came up i wouldn't mind being she was a bit like the one i was just talking to on the phone and she said sonny look i can see you going through a really tough time right now but don't worry you hang in there this will pass and she looked me in the eye gave me a little wink she went and sat down Tell you what, people are amazing, aren't they? When that sort of thing, that, that was just quite a moment for me because I, you know, it gave me a little insight into what people go through in their, in their lives. I've been lucky. I've made a living from being a piano man and playing in bands and, you know, I haven't played the piano much, have I, today? But it's, it's, it's been a joy. But there are some ups and downs along the way, like everything. You know? All right, look, I, I hope you're having a great great week i think we're probably going to call it there the unzipped head man is going to check out here now we're going to, going to go and do something else uh, i hope you've enjoyed this week's episode i have the unzipped heads all right have a fantastic week see you next time looking forward to, to it already and this is pete pasco signing out catch you later see ya bye-bye